0: Hallelujah the Lord is risen he is risen indeed Today Jesus emerges from the tomb victorious over sin and death He has uh, he has conquered he has conquered the enemy through the cross And in today's gospel from the gospel of John we hear a beautiful passage about an account of the resurrection We hear how Mary of Magdala was the first uh, person at the tomb on Easter Sunday. But it's interesting, Mary Magdala arrived, but she never entered the tomb. Instead, she ran to tell the other disciples. Of course, uh, the other disciple was Simon Peter, and the other, and, and the other disciple was uh, the beloved disciple. Traditionally, the beloved disciple is uh, recognized as John. John, the beloved disciple. He's the same person, the same disciple, who rested his head on the heart of Jesus at the Last Supper and asked, who is it, after Jesus said that, one of you will betray me. Um, And so Peter and John, the beloved disciple, come to the tomb but it says the beloved disciple ran faster than Simon Peter. And it's interesting because the beloved disciple arrived before Simon Peter. But just like Mary of Magdala, he didn't enter the tomb. He didn't enter the tomb. It was Simon Peter who entered the tomb. Simon Peter who, betrayed, who uh, denied Jesus three times as Jesus... Uh, was uh, judged before Pontius Pilate. It was Simon Peter who says, I do not know the man, three times. And then we know after the resurrection, it'll be Simon Peter who reaffirms his love for Jesus. And it was the beloved disciple who didn't enter the tomb uh, that remained faithful to Jesus. It was John and the Blessed Mother who remained at the foot of the cross as Jesus gave up his spirit. And so we can just ask ourselves maybe, why didn't the beloved disciple and why didn't Mary of Magdala enter the tomb right away when they arrived? Was it due to fear about, maybe fear about what they might find as they enter into that tomb? Uh, Was it joy or excitement? Why didn't they enter the tomb when they first arrived? Whatever emotions they were experiencing at that moment, there they stood at the threshold of the tomb, but they couldn't bring themselves to enter the tomb. It was Simon Peter who went in. And then we know John, the beloved disciple, followed after Simon Peter as he entered. And today, uh, we enter into the octave of Easter, eight days of Easter. Uh, That's a perk of being Catholic. Uh, Easter isn't confined to one day, but rather this whole week, is every, every day this week is Easter. And so uh, today, uh, we just might reflect on our own lives as we go to pray before the Lord in silence this week during this octave of Easter. What are the tombs in our own lives? What are those places of uh, death or darkness or hopelessness? What are those tombs in our own life? Maybe they're the tombs of sickness or poverty or worries and anxieties about things going on in our life. Or maybe they're family troubles, maybe uh, relationships with other family members, or maybe uh, habitual sins, sins that we just can't, can't seem to overcome. Whatever those tombs in our life are, Jesus desires to roll away the stone that we've sealed up in those tombs. The grave or the tomb is the place where no one who enters ever leaves. And yet today, Jesus brings life where there is death. So whatever or wherever those tombs are in our life, can we we have the trust, the faith to allow Christ to roll away the stones which seal up these places of death, defeat, and darkness. Uh, We might say that we are an Easter people that know all too well what it's like to live in a Good Friday world. We have this hope of a future resurrection because Jesus uh, gives us that hope through his own resurrection. It's through the cross, right? Jesus died on the cross, and the cross is a key to unlock the gates of heaven. And so, as Jesus enters into the tomb for three days after his death on the cross, it seems like he's hitting a wall, a dead end. But rather, today on Easter Sunday, Jesus turns that wall, that tomb, that cave where he's buried, into a passageway, a passageway into something better. And so Jesus speaks to you and I today on Easter and throughout this whole octave And he's leading us out of our tombs. He's leading us out of this place of pain or suffering or hardship that we're experiencing in our lives. I remember uh, the uh, divine office yesterday. So priests, deacons, and men and women of religious orders promised to pray the liturgy of the hours, the divine office. And there was a really beautiful reading yesterday from the office of readings. The Office of Readings. Um, One of the readings, so there's two readings. Uh, One is from Sacred Scripture and another is from a saint's writing or the life of a saint. And yesterday's second reading from the Office of Readings was from an ancient homily on Holy Saturday. And there was a beautiful part of it that really spoke to me. And so I'll just read a little bit of that. Uh, It's Jesus speaking to Adam and Eve as he descends into hell, into Sheol, to free Adam and Eve from that holding place. And Jesus speaks to us today. He says, Rise, let us leave this place. The enemy led you out of earthly paradise. I will not restore you to that paradise, but I will enthrone you in heaven. The bridal chamber is adorned. The banquet is ready. The eternal dwelling places are prepared. The treasure houses of all good things lie open. The kingdom of heaven has been prepared for you from all eternity. Today on Easter Sunday, the Lord is leading us out of our tombs—those places in our life that are broken or uh, just seems like there's no hope. He's He's leading us out. He descended into hell, Sheol. Uh, to free Adam and Eve from their sins and to lead them into paradise. And today we can just imagine Jesus going down to that lower region beneath the earth and taking Adam and Eve by the hand and leading them up to heaven. And that's what the Lord is doing us, doing to us today. He's taking our hand and he's leading us into the Easter resurrection. He's leading us into a place of light, refreshment, and renewal. And so today, uh, although we may um, have those certain tombs or those places of darkness in our life, the Lord desires that we share in his everlasting joy, his light, and his happiness for all of eternity. In today's gospel, when John, the beloved disciple, entered entered into the tomb, and saw, saw the burial cloths laying there, what happened? Well, our gospel says, he saw and believed. He saw and believed. So as we enter into this mass and into this holy week, this week of uh, Easter, the octave of Easter, may we also have that faith, that light of faith to see and believe. Just as Mary of Magdala, John the beloved disciple, and St. Peter saw, and believed on Easter.